Welcome to episode 93 of the Transforma to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, we have an amazing show lined up for you. And by the end of it, you will know the two forms for dar por hecho in English. Understand exactly when you can use take for granted. Get some clarification about the difference between assume and presume. And understand why I assume that Alistair would still want to record the podcast, even if he was a millionaire. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we are going to be looking at one particular Spanish expression and how to translate it. And that particular expression is dar por hecho. And in English, there are two ways that you can look at this and translate it. And in some context, you might choose the incorrect one. And that's why we want to help you today and really choose the correct word for the right context. And as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. And you? Everything good? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. So, dar por hecho, right? This is a really common expression in English, in Spanish, isn't it? And it might be one of those expressions that come to people's minds and they need to translate it quickly in their brain and they might think, well, how do, how do I need to do that? How, what's the best way to do it? And when you're in a meeting or when you're in a business context, you want that solution to come to you very quickly because you might be in a stressful situation or whatever it might be, right? Um, and so that's what we want to kind of make really, really mm -hmm. clear today and help people with, the, with that particular translation process in their brain so that when they need to do it, when they have that expression in their mind, they know exactly where to go, what to do and how to do it and which option to choose, right? So maybe we can start off with one of them and talk about a little bit about that um, and give context about when we would particularly use that in English. And then we'll go on to the second one and uh, explain that as well, right? And the first okay. one is mm -hmm. take for granted, right? Take for granted. Now, Alistair, what would you... What situations would you use take for granted? That, that's probably where we should talk. And then also talk about a little, a few little stories to kind of like really uh, give context, right? Yeah, take for granted is, well, it's got a negative connotation. I think that's important for people to realize that it's yeah. always something, it's a little bit negative when you say that you take something or someone. So you can take people for granted and situations or things for granted. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's to do with your level appreciating things or people. So yeah. things that you have, whether that's your possessions or your situation, having a job, having a nice house to live in, all our material comforts that we have, that we're lucky to have, but often we don't think we're lucky or we don't really appreciate what we have because we have it and it's normal. So if you've grown up living you know, in the Western world in a relatively good economic situation, you don't really appreciate it because for you it's normal. No? And obviously other people in the world or the vast probably majority of people in the world don't enjoy the same privileged 
lifestyle that, that we do, you know, living mm. in Europe. Mm. So, you know, we, but we don't appreciate it because for us it's normal. Yeah. So we absolutely. take, we take these things for granted. So I suppose the idea is, yeah, basically you don't, you can't, it's to do, you don't really value what you have or it's difficult to value what you have until you don't have it. Exactly That's quite right. a common idea, isn't it? About, you know, it's only when you don't have something or someone that you really appreciate them. Funny go, oh yes, this person or this thing is amazing. It's incredible. But yeah. You know, you need to lose it or not have it to really appreciate it, which is a bit sad, really. But that's sort of, sort of the human condition. We, <laughs> when you think about it, no, yeah. it is. It is. That's absolutely. why it's a negative idea in that sense. Yeah, you, know, you take someone for granted is not good. That you take them for granted because yeah. you're not appreciating what they, what they do for you. Like your parents. No, we were talking before we recorded of. It's typical kids, basically, especially teenagers. Well, your kids are still quite young, so maybe they haven't quite got... Well, I think there's lots of things your kids will take for granted, just the fact they have have parents, they have the things they have, no? They have their computer and their toys and, I don't know, their bicycles, and they have a nice house to live in, and they have holidays every year. So all these things they have that lots of kids in the world don't have, obviously they don't really appreciate it because for them it's just normal they don't consider it anything special yeah and then when they're teenagers that you'll unfortunately have to face in a few years they totally don't appreciate you (laughs) so they'll be (laughs) rebelling and like angry and upset all the time and and yeah and it's maybe only later in life when you're older you look back and you appreciate well especially when you have your own kids which i haven't got but you have so i would imagine daniel now you've got your own children you see things from the different perspective, no? From the perspective of your parents. So I'm sure Absolutely. now you appreciate what your parents did for you as a kid or growing up more than you did at the time because you Absolutely. took them. You took them for granted. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, so for a, sure, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you do get that different perspective, yeah. and it's it's very useful to get that new perspective. Um, and certainly, when once you do have that new perspective, you kind of think, oh wow, they helped me so yeah. much to do so many different things, and uh, and so then you definitely don't take them for granted. Uh, you kind of almost, yeah, you kind of feel a little bit ashamed that you maybe took them for granted in the past. Yeah, and gave them a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Time. You think, yeah. oh dear, I was so bad with them. Or not. Yeah, Depends to be honest, on... I, I, I wasn't very much of a rebellious teenager, to oh, be so honest. Were, they all, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, an easy uh, time they, with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. More difficult with my brother, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My, <laughs> my brother me, was a little bit more difficult. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, take for granted. It's, it's that that's a kind of it's a very interesting expression, right? But it does have that negative connotation. I mean, here I've got one example sentence which Marta took for granted all the help that her mother gave her. Similar okay? idea. No? Similar idea, right? Yeah. Um, but before we started recording, we kind of thought about different I, sort of other contexts that we that we have taken things for granted in the past, just to give our listeners a better idea of exactly what that would be. Not that it's kind of really difficult to understand this concept, because Darporecha is probably, you know, very, it's very clear. It's just that um, in English, we have another option that we're going to give you later on, that we're going to use in a different situation. That's right. And yeah, it's not negative. That's right. So, so one of the contexts that we were thinking of that we kind of now assume, or certainly this is the case for me, is that mm. when I moved to Spain, I was suddenly really, 
I was really astonished by just the weather here in Spain, the light, the the sky. Um, you know, it was just very, very different to sort of rainy, cloudy England. Um, and certainly when I moved here, it kind of really gave me a boost in my mood. You know, it was like mm-hmm. suddenly thinking, wow, it's like it's really, I feel just, just much, much better when I kind of warmer weather, sunnier weather. And so during that first, I would say, two or three years, it was like just quite quite amazing to to mm. experience that different sort of change in climate. So you really appreciated it, no, at the beginning because it was yeah. something new, something different, no? That's Absolutely. That's the absolutely. point. Yeah. Yeah. But what's absolutely. the problem? Everything finally becomes normality, becomes normal and becomes exactly. routine. So yeah. you probably stop. Well, I don't know. Did you start do you now take for granted the the better weather or the sunnier weather here than in England? I think After I do. I, I think, yeah. as you say, it's the human condition, right? So yeah. in a way, I do. But mm. it's true that when I when I go outside and I see the sun, and you know, it's like mm. it's. I still try to remind myself, okay, this yeah. is this is amazing. This is really nice. And certainly, certainly, it does happen to me when I'm particularly like I don't know about you, but when I'm sort of in a, a, a sort of a November month or December month or even January February, and I'm sitting on a terraza with a cerveza or whatever, <laughs> um, and the and the, and the sun, you know, is something that would be impossible to do almost in the mm. UK, right? And I think, wow, this is this is still amazing. Yeah, you know, so you that can, moment, um, sometimes yeah. you sort of remind yourself, don't you? In a particular moment, you go, oh, yes, this mm. is great. And you suddenly remember, um, you know, what it felt yeah. like at the beginning. So, yeah, maybe it's periods of time where you take something for granted because you just don't really think about it. You've got other things in your life, you know, it just becomes normality. But then, yeah. yeah, there'll be a certain occasion, won't there, where you're sitting there, especially, say, in Madrid, that obviously it has winter. It's not like living in the Mediterranean. So no. it's cold in winter, not that yeah. dissimilar to UK. But what's the difference? Here you have many more sunny days, less rain than you would get typically in UK, no? Yeah. So you, you can have these beautiful, sunny, maybe cold, well, and very occasionally you'll get this period of warm weather even in winter. Mm. So yeah, on one of those happened. days where you've got a very mild day, it's not particularly cold, it's sunny, you can sit outside in winter, as you said, yeah, maybe wearing a coat, but you're sitting outside with your sunglasses, having a beer in the middle of January or something, or December, and you're like, wow, this is amazing, and suddenly you, that, that feeling comes back to you, you know, of appreciation. And That's right. For a That's brief right. moment, you don't take it for granted anymore, but exactly. probably, you know, the, the next week, well, back to the routine and you forget about <laughs> that's it. That's right, that's right. Or going back to England, they say, maybe you go back to England for holiday. In the Go back to England in the summer, summer inverted commas sometimes. I've been in England <laughs> in August when I can remember staying at people's houses and they had to put the heating on sure. in August because it was in so August, cold. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. being in bed in pyjamas with a duvet, like thick uh, blankets, with the heating on in August. And then you go... Wow. And then you sort of really appreciate Lo, the sort of weather here. Um, and then you come back to, to boiling Madrid. Yeah, but know, then, like. yeah, it works both ways, then, actually. Because yeah, you come back yeah. to 40 degrees in Madrid and then you're going, oh, God, I miss I, I miss being in England with a cool sleeping <laughs> under the blanket. I could sleep at night. So then sometimes, <laughs> exactly, actually, yeah. you know, the opposite is like appreciate England's weather. Yeah, go, oh, yeah. Actually, true. it's not so bad. Sort of depends what time of year, maybe. It, <laughs> it does, works in it two does. directions. It does. And we also were talking about other contexts where uh, people take things for granted. I mean, especially related to sort of health, very yeah. much, you know, we when all you're take feeling. For granted yeah, our good health, absolutely. Right? That we have good absolutely. health. Absolutely. 
And the other yeah. context that's very interesting as well is uh, sort of lottery winners, right? They yeah. kind of when they they're kind of really ex- hoping that they win this lottery, and then when they get the money, probably for a few, I don't know how long. That, how long I'm sure lasts. they've done some research about that, yeah. but Weeks, I mean, months, a year, probably I don't a few, know. yeah, maybe a year. Pro- probably yeah, after a year, mm-hmm. you just take it for granted that you got five million in the bank yeah and you can do go wherever you want and buy whatever you want probably becomes boring or becomes your routine now so you it does you forget what it was like very quick well this is as you say human condition our memory so probably you know you don't have a lot of money and you're wishing and wishing and dreaming of winning the lottery as many of us do i play yoramionis every friday i'm always dreaming okay winning the (laughs) but then if you I, i sometimes i do actually think yeah but if you actually did win it what would it actually be like in reality? No, yeah, it'd be great yeah. at first and very yeah. exciting. And, oh, I've got all this money. I can do anything I want. That's but actually right. sometimes I think we spoke about this in a previous episode about having too much choice, no? In the menu, sure. do you remember? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so Suddenly you can do anything you want. You can go anywhere you like, whenever you want, buy anything you yeah. want. So I'm sure at the beginning is, yeah, it's fantastic, of course. But yeah, how yeah. long does it take till that just becomes a bit boring and routine and normal? <laughs> And you exactly. forget what it was like not to have money. So yeah. you stop appreciating it. So you just take it for granted that you can go and buy a Ferrari or, yeah. I don't know, fly if, to New York for the day to go shopping and come home again. So, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. would have been that's unthinkable, fu- you know, when you didn't have money. But. It's funny. It's funny yeah. because there's another little story that's kind of very mm. interesting about that. There, I, you know, I'm very interested in sort of business topics and things like that. And one, one, one of these uh, things that I listened to recently, I can't remember whether it's a podcast or something like that, was about business owners that have se- have sold their business. Okay, so mm. they started their business from nothing and then they they sold it later on for maybe a hundred million or no, so. Yeah. And that process, so they they go they they like the whole process of building the business and they like they 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 wanted to achieve their aim of of selling the business they achieve their aim and they get the money and then the moment that they've sold the business apparently is absolutely the worst moment for them because afterwards they don't know what to do they yeah. just like they've lost their objective they've lost what they want to you know their their aim yeah. they're not sure what to do they just literally don't know what they're to lost. do anymore yeah yeah they got all this um, money in the bank but they yeah they don't have a they had this thing that kept them going, no? This building, this business that kept them occupied um, was challenging, interesting, satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Then you sell it and you go, yeah, I've got 100 million in the bank. Oh, and now what do I do? <laughs> There's no, what yeah. reason is this to get up in the morning, no? Absolutely. Absolutely. So probably those people yeah. have to start another business from the beginning. Oh, for sure. For sure. No question. Yeah. Most of them Well, do. I sometimes Most think this do. with these super, you know, mega rich multi-billionaires like Bill Gates and who was the guy who built Apple, Steve oh, Jobs. Yeah. Well, Steve obviously Jobs, he's not yeah. with us anymore, but yeah. when he was alive and who else? Well, these kind of people now are famous. And you often think that obviously their motivation isn't money. Clearly. Maybe it was at the beginning, but obviously they've got to a point where they have so much money. I mean, they can never spend it in a million lifetimes. And That's you, right. I think most of us, like normal people who are not super rich, would say, well, as soon as I got the first... Five million, or even less. You know, I just give up work and lying on the beach and drink. Sure, you know, I, sure. I, I I wouldn't work as most tequilas. of us. Tequilas. Yeah, I'd just be sitting in the swimming pool drinking my tequila. No? But but none of these people ever do. They they no, keep they don't. working. They don't, and they work That's insane right. hours and they never stop. So obviously mm. the motivation isn't the money. Really, they just it's it's the work. It's the project. Yeah. It's the challenge of creating. Yeah, so the creative exactly. people who need to keep, because you'd say, why are they still working? I mean, Bill Gates now must be, I don't know, in his seventies. Mm. He doesn't need. He could have stopped working thirty years ago. 
exactly. S- sell Absolutely. Microsoft and just enjoy the money. But they never seem to do that, these people, do they? I think they're very no, obsessive. They they're workaholics, I think. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're addicted yeah, yeah. to work or addicted to their, I don't know, creating things. So for them, it's building the business, keeping it going, thinking of new ideas. And the money is all, becomes irrelevant, I suppose, after a certain... Absolutely. Once you've got a certain amount, it's like having more doesn't really mean anything anymore, no? Absolutely. No, I think you're spot on there. You hit the nail on the head, commodity thinning this, right? And so, yeah, so if you won the lottery, presumably after a year, you would take it for granted that pretty much you could buy anything. My question for you, obviously, Alistair, would be if you did win your hmm. Euro Millones next week, whether you <laughs> would continue front. with the podcast. Oh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> would, you as- would you assume... <laughs> that I would, or would you assume that I wouldn't? And here we're getting on to the other. Yeah, this is the second one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, well, I would, I would assume that you would continue just for the pure love of it. Alistair. Of course, to talk to you every week would be you know, <laughs> a joy. Yeah, but yeah, but not. I wouldn't need to get paid for it. So you know, it's uh, well, that's true. It. I fact, just do it yeah. from pleasure. Yeah, for the enjoyment. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that would be a bonus. That would be a bonus. You just do it purely for. Yeah, know, of course, I could it. be a traveling the world, but obviously now it doesn't really matter because I could do it from anywhere. Well, that's right. These days, there's that's no, right. So it doesn't matter if right. I'm, sit, you know, sitting in my swimming pool somewhere in I don't know, <laughs> in the Bahamas or the Maldives. That's drinking, right. Drinking my. Margarita, I could That's stop right. for an hour and record the podcast. No, no problem. You could, you could. You so could. there you go. Because you'd need There's that challenge. You need that connection to reality. Yeah, because otherwise life would get boring. As we said, I'd start taking <laughs> it for granted. So I need, you know, yeah, you know, uh, get the back challenge down of the podcast to, yeah. every week to keep my mind working. Now. Yeah, to keep your feet on the ground. Commodity. To keep my feet Absolutely. on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so the take it for granted. This is a sort of negative content, isn't it? That we all take yeah. many things for granted in our lives. People we take for granted, whether that's our parents or our partners also. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. This is often a classic case as well, isn't it? The classic sort of stereotypical situation of the husband who mm-hmm. takes his wife for granted. So the what you know, he just assumes takes for granted that his dinner will be waiting on the table when he gets mm. home, his mm. clothes will be washed and ironed magically. Sure. So the typical situation that I hope doesn't exist now as much as it used to, but, you know, the wife does all the work and the man doesn't. And he just takes it, takes his wife for granted. But one day he suddenly comes home and his wife's not there anymore. She's mm. packed a suitcase and left him. Sure. Because she sure, felt sure. taken for granted, which yes. is not a nice feeling. You don't want sure. to feel like that, that people don't no. appreciate you and what you do. And then suddenly the husband's got to make his own dinner, wash his own clothes, and he's suddenly completely lost in life. And he suddenly realizes, oh, my God, my my wife was an amazing woman. All the wonderful things she did for me that mm. I never appreciated. I took them for, yeah. I took her for granted all these years. Yeah. So yeah. it's only when you lose that person and they're not there anymore, you yeah. finally appreciate what they did for you. A bit Absolutely. like parents and kids, as we've already mentioned. Of course. Of so there's a classic example of taking a person for granted as opposed to a thing, you know, yeah. a possession. Yeah. yeah. Good. So now let's go on to option number two, which is actually option two can be separated into two particular. It could be option 2A and 2B because (laughs) we have presume and to assume. Which mean the same. Which mean the same. Yes, absolutely. To presume and to assume. Now you can choose whichever one to our listeners. Basically, yeah, here you have that option. uh, Whichever one seems more attractive to you, comes out more easily, you can choose whichever one. And actually, these these are the ones that most of the time you will probably use in a business context, right, Alistair? These are the ones that you really, really need to get used to because 
take for granted is more related to all the things that we were talking about before, which are yeah. not so business related. No, but more life in general, no one. Yeah. Outside yeah, work, although there are things in work you can also take for granted, and people, your colleagues, that they'll always be there to help you and answer your questions, and maybe sure. one day they're not. So yeah. it could be in a work context, but I think these other two are more common in a day-to-day yeah. working situations, you know, assuming Absolutely. and presuming. I think we did actually talk about presume in a previous episode, people might remember, because it's yes, a false friend, yes, presumir. So it doesn't yeah, mean yeah. presumir. So again, people yeah. maybe can go back to that episode to get some you know clarification on that point mm. uh, yeah, so we're using exactly. assume and presume with the same meaning as da por hecho yeah? that's exactly right yeah. yeah and one example sentence that i have here is my boss assumes that i'll be attending the meeting okay my boss assumes that i'll be attending the meeting and in fact before we started recording this we we kind of thought that maybe people would be would assume that we would do a christmas episode right yeah we christmas thought that special because you know yeah it's, it's just not long before christmas is it that's right a few exactly, days away exactly and, uh, and we said that in fact of course this is not a christmas episode although it's just literally just before christmas and what we did is we had a look back and we said well because we did a christmas episode and a new year special last year and we thought we would keep on going with the sort of more core content uh, and helping our listeners as much as possible but if you do want to go and have a an an idea about sort of english special cultural differences between a spanish christmas and a british christmas is more or less the theme no of those exactly so yes. not to repeat it every year at christmas i think you just say well we've done that and if you're interested go back what was it episode was it 40? 41 and 42 41, 41 and 42, 42. Um, if you want to go back and uh, check those sort of christmas special and new year special uh, we talked all about that last year so if you want to do have a look at that yeah. so um, if, if of- you're assuming that today's episode would be about christmas well i'm sorry but you were wrong. <laughs> it <laughs> isn't. Right. But there is an episode, just go back. Some people would have Absolutely. heard it, those long-term listeners, but obviously there's a lot of new people would have discovered us since last Christmas. And yeah. I'd recommend, in fact, I think they're quite interesting episodes yeah, from a cultural good. point of view and a linguistic point of view, yeah, to go back and listen to those over Christmas, you know, the yeah. Christmassy episodes. In fact, that's kind of a nice point that you mentioned there, the whole idea of sort of cultural and linguistic interaction. And I think Mm. that if you want to learn a language very, very well, the whole element of learning about the culture is vitally important as well. Um, You know, they they, they don't really, you can't really separate them easily. And so if you, if you, like for when Alistair and I have kind of tried to learn Spanish in the past, I think it was very much that we're kind of learning about the Spanish culture as well, right? There's a kind of like goes hand in hand right we have this expression in hand English, in hand. and the hand vocabulary hand. of things connected with christmas and new year so, yeah. so people may think you know how, well st- my clients ask me all the time around this time inevitably the topic comes up in in the sessions no and yeah so how do you say noche buena noche vieja mm-hmm. so all this mm. just terminology of christmas yeah that, you know we yeah. mentioned and the yeah. very like in england we have a holiday on the 26th of december that has a very strange name that's so right. If, if people don't know what it is, and most people don't, go to that episode and you'll, that. you'll find Absolutely. out, you'll discover. Absolutely. So yeah, presume and assume is is the probably the ones I would go to in in sort of dar por hecho, right, Alistair? In this case, mm. um, presume and assume. I assume, you know. In fact, we were talking about that. You assume that we're going to record our podcast every yeah. we- every Wednesday, right? You I don't, don't even really. Send, I don't send you yeah. this. Go. We recording tomorrow? What time? Or because you know we do it every week. We record on a Wednesday. 
the episode for the following week. So we're always sort of a week ahead. Um, so I just assume that that's what we do. So, you know, I just connect at the yeah. usual time and I assume you'll be there, you know, at the other Absolutely. end of the, whatever it is, the, the internet <laughs> connection. The end, yes, yeah. Yeah, not the line anymore, maybe. Yeah, we don't just, say yeah. under the phone line anymore. No, no, Although no, it's no. sort of, well, I suppose it is going through a phone line, but well, yes. anyway, whatever, wherever you are at the end of, you're there. <laughs> I just assume you'll be there. We, you know. Yeah. So, of yeah, course, yeah. if one week suddenly you said, oh, no, I can't do it, I'd be, oh, really? I'd be shocked, you know? Exactly. So, again, it's you get into it. You get into a, re- a routine. You do. And therefore you, you expect, you assume, you presume that something is just going to happen regularly at that particular time because that's yeah. what you always do. Yeah. So in many yeah. work situations like that where you assume, you know, certain yeah. colleagues will have certain roles, certain functions, and you just assume that they've done something or that they're going to do something. Yeah. And then obviously you're quite surprised or shocked or angry or annoyed when they don't do that mm. thing. Or don't turn up on time, maybe. So you assume somebody's yeah. going to be there available to ask them a question because it's you know it's after nine o'clock and they should be at work and they're not yeah. one day. So you know they break the routine and that's where people go, oh, what's going on? Why? I just assumed you'd be there because you're always yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Assume you can use also sort of in, imagine that somebody's asking a question about mm. sort of some sort of decision and. You can also use it in that way, right? You yeah. can say, well, I assume my boss will want to do this, right? Yeah, you can so anticipate, ma- anticipate yeah. I suppose, yeah. what people will do or say or decisions you expect them to make. No, so, yeah. So, so you, if, And yeah. you sometimes get in trouble with that, can't you? Because you, you make an assumption about something mm-hmm. and you're wrong. So you may you yeah. know, just assume, for example, you want to do something where you need perhaps permission from the boss but you just assume that you have that permission because you said, well, he's going to say, yes, I'm sure he or she mm-hmm. is not going to mind, so I'll just do it. Mm. And then maybe then the boss says, well, why do you do that? I didn't tell you. I didn't give you permission. Oh, sorry, sure. I just assumed it would be okay. Mm-hmm. You say, don't yeah. assume. So you, sometimes it's about, you know, don't assume anything. <laughs> sure, <laughs> Always absolutely. check. Oh, it depends yeah. on the situation. There are things you can assume and things maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. So if somebody asks you a question, Mm. you could potentially say, I assume that will be okay. No, like, Mm. so I need to speak to my boss, but I assume that will be okay. I'll get back to you. um, I'll let you know, or I'll keep you in the loop or whatever it might be. Right. And so in that way, it's kind of a useful word. Uh, You're not necessarily assuming in a negative way because you are going to double check it. Right. Double Um, check. So So yeah, you might, yeah, yeah. Talking to a client, a supplier, whatever. You say, well, assume everything's going to be okay. I'm sure my boss will say yes, but, you know, just wait because I'll just check that everything's okay. But I assume it will be okay, so, you know, don't worry. So you're assuming, but you're not actually going. There's two, I suppose there's two ways of assuming, isn't there? Assume, and then you say, assume my boss will say yes, I'm not going to ask him or her. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And then you could be wrong and you could get into trouble Mm. or get the company into trouble. Or, yeah, you can assume but say, but, you know, I'll just check just to be sure. So you don't that's, actually take that, any action about it. That's right. That's right. That's the type of phrase that I would probably use most mm. of the time in, in a business context. Mm. It's sort of like you're qualifying it, right? You're qualifying yeah. it. So I assume everything will be okay, or I assume that we'll be able to set it up on that day, that meeting. Mm. But let me double check and I'll get back to you. Like yeah, that's, to a t- that's a yeah. yeah, it's like a very good sort of standard sort of business phrase. And just to go back to the second option, you can like in terms of where I said option 2A and 2B, right? We can re- replace 
assume completely with presume as well here, right? So I can say, I presume it will be okay, um, but let me double check and I'll get back to you, right? So that can be, the assume can yeah, be completely replaced by presume, right? So that's important yeah, to say Which as everyone, well. you know, people find easier to remember or to use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it doesn't look exactly the same, no? There's no difference yeah. between presuming no. and assuming. That's right. So I presume that, you know, every Wednesday in the, we're going to record this podcast. I also assume it, you know, both things. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. But I don't take it for granted. <laughs> so I still appreciate doing this podcast. I still oh, enjoy it. I still value it as uh, yeah. I haven't taken. I've still not taken it for granted. After uh, ninety three episodes, that's great to hear. Alistair. It is, and I hope our listeners <laughs> the same. I hope our listeners, uh, you know, still value and enjoy and appreciate the podcast and look forward oh, to so. listening to it. They don't just you know so. take it for so. granted that every week there'll be a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good. And it becomes a routine. That's not what yeah. we want. You know? We want people still yeah. to be a bit excited about it. No? Absolutely, absolutely. Good, Alistair, thank you very much. I assume I'll be seeing you next Wednesday. I presume so, yes. No reason <laughs> to think not. So, Good, good, fantastic. Well, thank you for being with me today. And as I say, I will see you next week. And obviously, a very Merry Christmas to every all of our listeners out there. Yes, of course, yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Yes, and to you, Daniel, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, Have likewise a good one. to you. <laughs> Speak soon, Alistair. Thank you very much yeah. for your time. Cheers. And I'll see you next week. See you Bye. Then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.